Hi, I'm Jane. And I'm Hugh. And you are listening to That'll Teach You. Jane, you're very excited today. <laughs> I am extremely excited to introduce Miss Shona Kelly here with us today, also known as Miss Kelly's on Instagram. So hi, Shona. Thank you so much for coming on. As you can hear in my oh, voice. My pleasure. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. I think it's more my great. pleasure. <laughs> no, I've never done a podcast. Okay. I'm loving wearing the whole mic. I was going to say, set. I was like, it's like, I don't know whether you remind me of like, recording studio or like fighter pilot you know <laughs> like it's a bit about the full headset. actually yeah yeah i can see that as well it's very impressive yeah, yeah. i'm feeling very important so oh, yeah. well you are very important um oh, stop. you know i hope I, I hope you know how helpful you are to other teachers like you're you're incredible you know like you promote oh, such thanks. like a positive oh, attitude oh no so you do oh listen you better stop. get used to it because i'd say at the end yeah tell me more <laughs> I was just saying, um, so for, for our listeners, so behind Shona there, there are loads of different paintings, which I just find so interesting. And I'm probably going to find it really hard talking to you because I'm just going oh, to be sorry, completely... sorry, it's very busy. Yeah, I'm going to be just like completely mesmerized by the artwork that's going on. Is that artwork that you've done? Yeah, so I, I have a little box room in my house, so I turned it into a little art studio makeshift for myself. So I do a lot of art in my my own spare time as well so I would paint a lot and I have my little Etsy shop that I set up a few years ago okay. so I do little bits and bobs but this stuff behind me are like some of my own favorites yeah. that I just yeah I've, I load of stuff in front of me as well I'm like a headache oh, a walking headache for some people no I love it same in my classroom well, I can only imagine your classroom must look amazing though well do you know it's all the kids work yeah it's not me and that is, I mean, we're going to be, I don't want to waffle on already, but that's one of the main things with my classroom. The students create the displays. Yeah. yeah. Like even with going back to school things at the moment, it's like I will not make a name label or even your display signs for your subjects, Gwailga, yeah. literacy area, whatever. They will be making all of that stuff for me the first few days. Oh. And that is... And they love it. Yeah, they and love then it. When someone comes in, they know exactly where everything is. You haven't kind of pre-decorated everything and they're walking into your space. You want it to be our space. And that's one of the big ways that you can achieve that with the students. <laughs> I'm already like, sorry. No, no, no. Jane's tearing it's, up. I'm actually tearing up <laughs> because first of all, I was like, oh, I kind of feel like we're kindred spirits here because like uh, I have so much artwork all over the walls. And even so I moved classroom mm. just before the summer break and I've framed a lot of their art and I've actually kept it. And even art that other Absolutely. children have done because I mm. just, I as, as, as our listeners can hear how excited I am, I love art. Like art is one of my favorite subjects to teach. So are you a class teacher? You're not an art teacher. Am I right? I wish I was an art teacher. Not that I don't love being a mainstream teacher. So yeah. I'm actually going into my 18th year wow. of being a mainstream teacher this year. Wow. With a real passion for art that just seems to just come through in every subject as well. So I, I know a lot of the kids will say to the next year's class, oh, you've Miss Kelly, you'll do loads of art. You'll just do loads of art, which is great, but also... I'm like in the background going, and Gwailga and Max. And <laughs> yeah. I do it. I do everything else. It's just, I try to integrate it as much Absolutely. as I can. Yeah, you can, you can really integrate art with so many yeah. different yeah. subjects. And I love even just hearing about when you go back to school, how your first day will look. Because you're right. Like, I'm such a pleb. 
making labels for or getting them to make just like very boring labels like that's a great idea even just like labeling their own stuff as creatively as possible is incredible like so well, inspirational they love it and then yeah but then they know you know if someone says some well where's your mats area they know because yeah. that group made the mat sign or you know yeah. that group made the guelga sign whatever it is and to be fair jane like when i started out i would have you know downloaded everything laminated it and had it all done and nice and fancy mm. but and then you kind of step back and say well who am i doing that for because mm. they're not coming in saying oh they are stunning display posters <laughs> from such and such. A, you know, they're really not, it would matter more to them if they're, you know, they've made it themselves. Yeah. Not that I'm knocking anyone who makes amazing resources and things mm. like that because I use those as well. Totally. And it depends on the on the age group as well. We were saying we we're both teaching sixth class this year. And so like, let's say you were putting up the, the months of the year, Oscar Elga, you yeah. know, like absolutely get mm. them to make Anna yeah. Fiara Marta. Whereas mm, you're not mm. going to do that if you're teaching five-year-olds. They're not going to be able to make those same things. They can make other things, you know. Exactly, but, but it's, exactly. It's about seeing what they can do, you know. Exactly, yeah. And even watch your class, you know, kind of, what are they interested in doing things like that as well? Yeah. Should be pushing it on them too. But mm-hmm. um, like that kind of an art lesson, if you wanted to call it that for the first few days, is great. Basically, decorating the classroom together yeah. with with the students you know and it's not it's for everyone so if if someone can do bubble writing fantastic yeah. you know so it doesn't have to be you know how to have to draw an, an apple that looks realistic because yeah. i think that's sometimes you get students coming in who think that's what art is mm. realistic drawing and if they're not good at that mm. then they're not good at art so you know things that are manageable for everybody and that you know they can achieve really easily mm. you know write the word guelga and decorate it in fancy you know whatever colors or designs and things like that yeah, yeah. wow no i i got i'd almost love a glimpse at your classroom shona <laughs> like especially uh, at the end of the year i'd say it's just incredible well i kind of i drive everyone mad because uh, i'll have something up and my the teachers i work with are so lovely and they'll say if they're passing the corridor oh that is gorgeous leave that up it's really you know god they did such a good job and then the next week it's down because there's something else up yeah mm. so i know that's another thing i would say like I know it's time consuming, but try and especially we're saying I'm I'm having sixth for the first time ever actually wow. this year. Wow. So they will be in charge of this the actual displays as well. Yeah. So they know how to how they want it to look or whatever. So I know it's time consuming to be taken down, putting up, taken down and putting up. But everything that's up has to be relevant to what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good for the students to see that it's an ongoing kind of, you know, displays being changed and reflecting the work that's going on and the learning that's going on at the time. And it's funny because that kind of leads us on to something. And Jane mentioned it earlier. Obviously, anyone who's, you know, coming through teaching training now, it's it's one of the biggest words is about integrating, you know, and integrating all subjects across it. I mean, do you, and, and what I'd say is, you know, different teachers have their own strengths as to what they'll do. And we mentioned this in an early episode about, you know, if, if your thing is science lean into it you know if your thing is music lean into mm, it or drama or whatever definitely. i mean do you think you can use art to teach every or to to certainly assist every curriculum subject yes i yeah. love that i really do yeah. <laughs> and I, but i i'm kind of like i'm unusual in that i just think through art like i see something and i go oh i know what we could do that we could link that with the art or i know an artist that would you know have something to do with that country so i can link that with that topic Amazing. and whatever it is 
So it's just kind of the way my brain works. I just see things through art kind yeah. of but that's brilliant. art opportunities. Yeah. Because I, I, I do a lot of music with my class. And last year we were doing space and I just, now maybe this was just an excuse, but I was like, right, we're learning, we're learning David Bowie songs, you know, to help talk about space. Absolutely. You know? But that's exactly it. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. Because when you're passionate about it as well, that will come through to the kids, gets yeah. them excited, mm. you know? 100%, yeah. But here is a question that kind of arises from that. We had a question from a follower, and it's definitely one that I can sympathize with, which is basically, I'm starting teaching. Yeah. I am, quote unquote, not good at art and have never been good at art, have no confidence in art, and therefore don't feel capable of teaching the kids. Like, what advice do you have for teachers like that slash me? Ah, uh, stop. Well, I would say that everyone's creative in some way. Yeah. So you just need to find how you're going. You're saying like there with music. You could integrate your music with your art and mm-hmm. let the students take over the art part. Pinpoint okay. your students who have the real passion in the subject that you're teaching as well and use them as a resource. Mm-hmm. So I've had so many students in my class who I'll give them the art idea. They will completely change it and say, do you mind if we if I do it like this and this and this and this and turn it upside down? And I'm going yes no go ahead and i'm taking notes that's just the best thing you can get from a kid isn't it next year yeah next year i'm doing so i would say for that Hugh, like your students are your resources as well Mm -hmm. for subjects that maybe you're not as passionate about but i will say that if you do feel that you're not good at art and i i mean that's a whole other i know it's a terrible phrase and i don't say it anymore i should say i used to but i don't anymore but so many people have said this to me before and you know, it, it's, as I say, it's a whole other podcast. But I would say if you're feeling that you're not good at art, don't bring, if you can possibly, don't bring that attitude mm. yeah. towards the students and don't even give them a hint. Like I've seen teachers draw things on the board and apologize before the pen hits the board. And oh, you're like, no. don't do that. And, you know, and I know it's just a lack of confidence, but I'm not actually going to do the demonstration of this because I'm really terrible at maths. Yeah, exactly. I get them wrong. And when I get them wrong, it's just like, you know, so I I don't want to feel like I'm getting anything wrong. So I'm not doing it. You know, and the other thing would be like the same thing with your, like if you were teaching maths and you were too embarrassed to be kind of even jumping into any kind of topic in maths that you're nervous about. You wouldn't tell the students that. Mm. And we all, listen, no teacher knows everything. Yeah. No teacher knows everything because nobody knows everything. Mm. And I think like a lot of us put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be brilliant at every single subject that we're, you know, teaching Mm. and to be passionate about every single subject. But there's going to be ones that you're more passionate about. So I would say... Use any kind of subject that you're passionate about and link it with the ones that you're not so passionate Mm. about and see if you can kind of come up with a way of bringing that passion over to the ones you're not passionate about, if that makes any sense. No, it absolutely does. I just said passionate a load of times. No, 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 it makes absolute sense. And I think it's all about that, you know, promoting. Because I feel like one of your main jobs as a a teacher is to promote a positive attitude towards everything. You don't want to be going in with a negative mentality because obviously that's going to transfer over to the... Like, I think a lot of have for Irish. Mm. Um, Like, I just know children come into the classroom and they already have such, like, negative feelings about Irish. But I think it's a lovely idea, you know, to use 
something that they feel confident with and then you bring that it in too yeah exactly something that, that they're a little bit less confident in yeah already I'm like I, I actually I kind of want to make notes because I feel like uh. when I make notes when I'm listening to it but I'm like these are all great ideas I'm just gonna use <laughs> I all hope these. I even answered that question no though, you absolutely did. oh no you did yeah. and I suppose the the other side of the question then is I think that's very helpful to teachers and to adults. But of course, we experience the same problem with children as well. You oh, know, definitely. and again, I was that child 30 years ago, mm, you know, who mm. who just was like, I just can't do this. And that person's stuff is so much better than mine. And mm. and now, of course, I never stopped to think, well, I'm better than them at maths. And therefore, that's something I'm strong at. But, exactly. but you know, art, again, is something that people feel. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it is that we feel less kind of if we if we can't do it but I think it's because unfortunately it's not valued as you know something that's important like why would you do art you're not going to be an artist kind of thing what's the point of it when you grow up like but these these are really important because you probably definitely want to work in an office so you'll need these kind of you know which is what not what children kind of when you're talking to seven year olds you know you know no I want to work in an office and I want to be really good at you know economics and whatever it is so (laughs) Uh, which I, you know, I won't get into that because I'm, I'm no good at anything like that. But <laughs> it's like if it was valued more and if there was yeah. more freedom. I know when I was in school and I went to a great primary school, but I don't really remember a lot of art lessons. Mm. I think it was more just just draw something and, you know, colour it in. And there yeah. wasn't kind of what we have today, which is phenomenal. Mm. The amount... The other thing I would say about that question, if you're not feeling confident, the amount of resources out there to help you with art and all these YouTube channels and demonstrations and like use all of that stuff. Because, I mean, there's some brilliant things available for people who maybe aren't as confident in that subject area. Um, Artprojectsforkids.org. Oh, huge fan. Amazing. Huge fan. Amazing. Like step by step drawings, and I would say, as a teacher, get out your sheet of paper and draw along. Yeah. I use, I'd like draw the first part and show the mind, draw the second, and they're all different at the end, mm-hmm. even though we're all following the same thing. Because I'm always saying to the students, your drawing is like handwriting, mm-hmm. so it's all going to be slightly different. Mm-hmm. It's all love, like it's all you know individual and personal but it's all going to be slightly different at the end which is the great thing about art you don't want to go into a gallery and see the same painting Mm. over and over again on the walls because we've all been given the same template to you know follow rigidly yeah it's a great point Mm. all right Mm. god (laughs) jane is in her element i am in my element So I suppose um, one of one of the things I know um, you said over the first couple of days, like, you know, the children will be making a lot of, um, mm. I suppose, even just like the organizational part of the job, they'll be helping a lot with that and making their own mm. displays and labeling and all that. So I suppose, can you talk us through maybe even just like what you would, okay, so you, you're going to do the... Subject area signs. Um, I won't be doing name labels and things like that because they're sixth and yeah. I mean... The thing I would say, like, if if you're kind of saying about back to school kind of art thing, I would be very wary of even if you can ask last year's teacher what they did with them before, because students get kind of for what I, I can't phrase this nicely, but they kind of get sick yeah. of the same, you know, mm. draw yourself again. Yeah. Like if that was me and every year to draw myself, yeah. you know, a portrait of myself. So what I will do, uh, Jane, is I will see what's my plan for the first week. And I will straight away link my art to whatever 
the topic is for I normally link it I, well I could link with anything but if we're doing a novel I could link it with the novel or if I'm doing you know something in history I'll link the art there or if there's an artist I just want to do with them as a back to school thing I'll do that I don't really do a lot of the about me portrait kind of things mm-hmm. sometimes I do mm-hmm. um I just think this year I probably won't mm-hmm. I could even do like a free art lesson as in here's some supplies go that's great and I know that really scares people (laughs) but it's like it gives me an idea of as well what are they drawing what are they what supplies are they going to first what's going to you know be popular with this group I think that's a great idea I'm going to do that (laughs) (laughs) but what's like so in terms of supplies so you you're obviously supplying like yeah paper and 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 colors and things like that are you also Mm. are like are you giving you know scissors chop things up if you want to make a collage are you giving them glue are you giving them make like what what sort of supplies if i was going to run that in a sixth class what what would you say what should i be laying out for them i'd like you to plan my uh, first art (laughs) lesson for me please okay uh (laughs) let me get a pen and (laughs) do a lesson plan um yeah no i would just uh, i'll go in and see what i have i Mm. i have a big art trolley in my classroom as you can imagine and they go all like the first few weeks because I give them freedom with it like can I use this yeah you can't now yeah. no glitter or anything like that which yeah. I don't have anyway sure. in the classroom but oh I mean to be honest like say if I have five groups I could put maybe paint at one table pastels at a different table uh what I wouldn't be doing clay yet it's just random yeah. resources like whatever I have I'm trying to think of my art trolley here now tissue paper sugar paper whatever yeah. it is and to be fair this is when this will come in where they ask you for something you didn't think of yeah mm. like they want to make it something something can they use that for us yes you can great yeah. take a note of it as well mm. you know that's this great. that will actually inform your art lessons throughout the year as well if you're ever stuck so if one of them comes up with something that you think gosh that's brilliant you know you could use that as a whole class art lesson the next time and that is your student who will do your demonstration with you as well if you're not feeling confident to do the demonstration. I feel like, and I know it's definitely not just me, I think anyone listening is like probably thinking, God, these are all, these, I'm definitely going to be stealing all of these ideas. And that's what teaching is. You're just stealing stealing others' ideas. So no, that's great. But it Thank is. You. Yeah, it is. It's getting, it's getting ideas from other teachers, you know, mm. and uh, like I'd go to loads of my colleagues for different ideas for different subjects as well, you know, and, and, your teacher colleagues are a fantastic resource as well, mm, you know, so Absolutely. use their strengths too, definitely. Mm. And by the way, Mayfane and the portraits are beautiful and fabulous and I love them and I have done them mm. a lot of times. I'm just saying for me this year, especially if it's sixth class, I'm thinking, what could I excite them with? Yeah. You know, something fresh mm. just for this year kind of thing. No, but I, I do lovely. love a cute portrait as well, definitely. Yeah. Here's a question. This is one I just thought of myself and I'd be interested mm. to see what you think about it. So if if a child wants to draw something specific, do you, and if they want to use an iPad to look up a picture, are you all pro for, you know, straight away giving children iPads to, to, to draw a picture from? Okay. So if I said to you and Hugh right now, I want you to draw an elephant, go. Would you be more comfortable just, oh, I'll do it from my head or I'd need some sort of uh, something to look at. 
Yeah, I'd need something to look at. I probably at. need something to look at, yeah. And same. Yeah. And a hundred percent same. So I, I see no problem with that. It's not cheating. Yeah. You know, and even if they draw exactly what they see and they draw it really well, sure they're delighted with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's win win. Yeah. So it's it I would have no problem like when I uh, we're doing kind of drawing in class, they'll often come up to me and say, Can you put a I'm on an animal team now in my head. Can you put a rhino on the screen or can you put a whatever a snake on the screen and I will and I'll have little pictures on the screen for them during mm. art because yeah. they want to really excel with their drawing and they want to see exactly what the animal looks like no problem with mm. that at all perfect like I have no problem with that lovely that's good because sometimes every now and then I feel like a, a mild bit of guilt but then I'm like I just don't know where that Not guilt is at coming all. from so I'm glad to hear that no um, I have a little story that I that I that I think that you'd enjoy because again uh, obviously I'm so I just absolutely adore art but um last year so last year I had fifth class and an art project that I got my class to do was that they picked a famous painting and then they used that painting to they did a modern version of that painting and they brought in like bits of like pop culture and like all this and it, they were the most incredible oh, brilliant. they were the most incredible Oh, like I, I, I can't even finish my sentence. They, they, they were just so special and they were all so different. And, you know, you could see like some of them had like a bit of anime, you know, some, one, oh, one of the fabulous. girls did Starry yeah. Night and then created like it was so beautiful and colourful, like, like mm. all using like pinks and purples and everything. But um, the, the part that I thought was the best. So we did a class, um, we did a sc- whole school assembly on it then and the girls held up their, um, their, their pieces of art. And they were so proud of them. Then about a week later, a girl from a younger class came into my classroom with a huge piece of artwork that she did inspired by oh. my class. And oh. Shona, when I say, like, oh, I burst out crying because I just thought, like, my girls <laughs> inspired someone younger Isn't in the school. That... Oh, that's amazing. Isn't it that's incredible? That's so lovely. That is so lovely. That piece so, of art is framed and up that, in your that classroom. That piece of art is framed and it's up by my whiteboard so I'm going to send you a photo of it <laughs> oh please do that is absolutely yeah. adorable oh, isn't it she, she, and we, she did a cat version of the girl with the pearly earring <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh that's so I, cute I could, and the funny thing is when when she came in my girls I was actually so proud of my class because Mm. So that she came in and, you know, when a younger child comes into your class, you know, it can be quite a very, especially when you're in the older class, it can be quite intimidating for them. She came in and then when they all saw what was happening, they all got up and they came over and they were like, they were commenting. They were like, wow, like I love what you did here. And I just love. And and then of course I'm more proud, I'm more proud then because I'm Mm. like, my girls Mm. are responding so well to it. And then of course, and then they were like, Miss Costigan's going to cry. I was like, of course I'm going to cry. That's so lovely though, isn't it? Yeah. And to frame it, it's just, you know, that's fantastic. No, it was just... And they love to see their work being valued like that as well, you know, and to inspire a younger student. Can you imagine what that did for your students? They, and that's, you know, that's incredible. And, and even just how they how they understood so quickly. I was so proud of them because they understood so mm. quickly why it was such an important moment. Um, and yes, I think as a teacher, yeah. like if anything, like I want to say that might have been the highlight of my year because, you know, when, oh. when, when your children are recognizing the effort yes. of someone else and, you know, they were just, they just did, they just made me so proud. That's so lovely. No, it was fabulous. Oh, that's so lovely. I did want to ask you another another one, which was, and this happens in all subjects, but I suppose, again, art is maybe something where I'm less confident about what I'm trying to get from it. 
children all work at a different pace. Children all work at different levels and all different things. I suppose if you're doing an art project, like again, how do you manage that? Mm. You know the kids and partly it's perfectionism or partly it's whatever else, but like you start an art project and of course you have the one person who scribbles it and is done in two minutes. You've the other ones who are doing it at a reasonable speed or whatever. And then you have the ones who are like, <laughs> yeah. but each snowflake must be perfect. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Rubbing it out, rubbing it out. Yeah, and I suppose it comes yeah. back to what you're trying to teach them and what you're trying to get out of that lesson. Yeah. But would you have any tips for, for how to manage that? Yeah, I would say, so time checks. So if you said to me now, like, I want you to paint a rose or whatever it is, and you didn't give me a time limit, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm either going to rush through it Mm -hmm. or I'm going to be like that and just be doing one petal and then you're calling time. So don't start an art lesson. And then after, you know, say it's 40 minutes, say five minutes left, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not fair. So I would normally after each nearly even 10 minutes, I'd be kind of saying to them, Okay, just to let you know, you've had, you know, 10 minutes there now. So just so that they themselves are kind of aware how much they've left, how much they've used. The other thing is nice music. Mm. And there's your music link. Nice music always for my art lessons. Always. And I'm I'm so I I don't know what the word is, but I'd even link the music to the topic sometimes of what we're doing, you know, so if they're painting a bird, I'll get on bird noises, nice, relaxing, singing birds or whatever it is, get them totally immersed in whatever you're doing. Nice and relaxed. You keep calm is the main thing as well, because there's nothing worse than if you start stressing out and you're shouting, put the brushes there and don't do and, you know, and then that kind of feeds into their energy and then it's and that's why I think a lot of teachers then dread art Mm. but it really if you're if you plan beforehand have all the procedures in place use September now to get them really into the habits the good habits for everything but especially in an art lesson you'll absolutely fly it and you'll really enjoy it and a lot of my students will say oh I love doing art so calm yeah. And that's what you want. Do you want you know, to just relax. I'd love to be in your classroom. <laughs> oh no. And listen, by the way, uh, that's like as I say, this is 18 years now. So mm, of course. Yeah. Year 1, year 2 when I'd senior and junior infants, I was the teacher with the head stuck in the press, panicking looking for the yellow paint even though we've already started it. Yeah. Sending people over to the next teacher to try and get a brush because I didn't count the brushes. So I've done all that and this is all just Yeah. you know, learning from experience as well. Yeah. But do- reality is like everything you're saying makes absolutely perfect sense but I still think that like when I look back at you know my first few years of teaching art you you actually can get so and I, and I love art like I love art art is probably as I said my, one of my favorite subjects to teach but you can actually get so caught up in like I suppose because there's so much movement around the classroom a lot more noise um so it's, you know, I just think it's so great to hear you speak because it all just clicks. Like, it just all just makes sense, like, you know. Yeah, and it's, do you know what? It, it's just preparing like you would for any other lesson. Mm. So if you have extension activities for other lessons, why wouldn't you have one for art? Yeah. Because they are going to be finished at different times. Yeah. You know, there is going to be the different kind of... The other thing is, if they're finished, they're finished. So I, I, I know, like, sometimes we can take it very personally. If you found this fabulous art lesson and you've done this demonstration... And, you know, you're ready to sit now and, you know, watch for 30 minutes and someone's up after 10. But sometimes they're genuinely finished and that's what they achieved. And it took them 10 minutes. It'd be like, you know, telling Monet, no, go back and make it more clear because it's blurry looking. (laughs) You know, 
you can't kind of do that. You have to let them express themselves. Yeah. And if it's finished after 10 minutes, the other thing is they mightn't be in the mood for art that day. Yeah. And that's the 10 minutes you're getting out of them. Mm. I feel so, I feel so inspired to I go actually, now. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I actually can't wait to oh, get back great. to school. I'm like, all of these great ideas. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Any final words for teachers going in to teach art or have you, have you said it all? Take the lead from your students, I would say. Ask other teachers who, if they, if they look like, oh, they're really passionate about art, ask them for ideas. Yeah. Definitely Instagram and things like that are great as well. Um, my DMs are always open on that Miss Kelly's Instagram thing. And I kind of love when people say to me, oh, I'm doing, you know, the Amazon jungle. I need art ideas. No problem. You know, I, I can I can help with that. But I would say just relax about it yeah. and kind of try and step away from your own experiences of if you didn't enjoy it yourself or and step away from perfection. Yeah. Like use lessons that everyone can achieve something with and put their own personal stamp on. So don't be putting pressure on yourself or your students. That's yeah. great. Great little nuggets of wisdom there, Shona. It was great. <laughs> I hope so. Thank you so much. We're so appreciative. Thank you so much for coming on. I think. Oh, for, listen, it was brilliant. No, no, no. I think for, for, for everyone listening, you know, I think you just, you just have so many incredible ideas. So I don't know about everybody else, but I feel so inspired. <laughs> so thank you so much. Oh, good. No problem. My pleasure really enjoyed it thank you everyone for listening keep an eye we've got a little sort of back to school series i suppose at the moment with various different bits and pieces and different guests on talking about whether it's the first day of school or whether it's setting up your classroom whether it's art or irish or whatever it might be so keep an eye on that'll teach you wherever you get your podcasts and please give us a rating and a review because that definitely helps us Follow us as well at That'll Teach You Podcast on Instagram. You can also follow Jane at The Mindful Teacher with a couple of underscores. But crucially, if you really want the art lessons, follow Miss Kelly's on Instagram. And she's just told you as well to DM her as often as you possibly yeah. want. So, um, oh, wait a minute. You'll be, cut, you'll be inundated. Oh, we've millions of listeners, of course. So they'll all be after you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Shona. And thanks a lot. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll talk soon. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Bye. Bye.